It's literally the dopest shirt anyone's ever made. It's so cool. I, know. How I like it so are you? much. How, look at this thing. How jealous are you that I'm wearing this shirt? Well, here's the thing. I appreciate that it's a collaboration between Nike and Gatorade. Two things, which I... I didn't even catch that. I just thought it was the Gatorade font. No. I'm Is pretty it sure it's the Nike font. Kevin, can we Google Mike Gatorade? and Nike are the same except for the M Mikey? The can we call him Mikey? Yeah. We I mean, just, I'm down. Would we spell it like M-I-K-E? Or would we add a Y? No, no, no. Because you know what's funny is there have been it's people like when that when I say accents. Nick, uh-huh. they go, okay, and they spell it N-I-K-E. And I was like, that's clearly Nike. That's not how you do that. I'm talking yeah. specifically about two Starbucks people. <laughs> but I feel like this, oh, and it's not the Gatorade font. You're right. Yeah, right. It looks like it is the Nike font. Oh. Type, can you type Nike font? Nude. Just see what happens. Oh, Nick. No? Don't do it. Yeah, it's the Nike font. Right, yeah. It is. I hate you guys. Don't no, don't do nude. Well, okay, yeah, well, but don't do it. it I'll take it at all. Oh, nude oh, colored okay. Nikes. Nude Nikes. Wow, that, that was sense. a lot more PG. Than you thought? Than we thought it was going to be. <laughs> it happens. Uh, Joe, so thanks for joining dumb. me today on The Morning Show. Oh, here thanks on for having TV me. Kind of How are you feeling today? Um, I feel much better Did after taking tomorrow yesterday? or yesterday, whatever. I think day. you're also taking tomorrow <laughs> off, right? <laughs> no, I think I'm taking tomorrow. tomorrow. I think I'm taking Thursday off. We'll okay. figure it out. Yeah, we need to... Are you taking tomorrow off? I'm taking tomorrow off. We need to stagger some of this. We got to be better about taking days off. I mean, it just sucks because you're on the morning show every day. So I don't, that that much I don't mind, oh, but okay. I'm, I'm clearing my schedule for tomorrow, so I'm going to take the, the latter half of it. Yeah. I'm just literally going to get yeah, up yeah. after the morning show, do pub info, and take off. Yeah. Because uh, my wife and I have plans to go uh, get some What's lunch and see. What's that? Is it date night? It is. It's going to be date day. Oh. We're going to do all day. Uh, we're going to go see Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Um, and I might try to, t- I might try to like, like, yo, do you want to sneak into another movie? <laughs> like, you know, when we were kids, when yeah. you do that, you're like, I think another one's starting in like an hour. You just sneak in there. Just sneak in. I might, I might, Nick, that's not that. allowed. Is that illegal? It's movie pass. No, that's no. what you have movie pass, so that means I get to sneak into movies, right? Not at all. Don't do it, Nick. You'll get arrested. Nobody I don't think that's lying. true. Nick will nobody, definitely get arrested. Nobody's ever been arrested for sneaking into a movie. They're before. gonna kick you I out, see but they Nick, won't like, arrest you. I wouldn't be shocked if on Thursday we had a phone call and be like, yeah, Nick's still in jail. No, you, this is how this is how it would go. I'd be like, they'd be like, did you sneak into the second movie? I'd be like, yeah, but midway through the movie, I went out and bought a ticket for it and then came back in. Yeah. So I can't break the rules. I can't <laughs> That's break the exactly rules. what would happen. Yeah, see, that, that, my, my biggest fear is that Nick st- snitches on himself. Oh, someone, I'll snitch on myself. Yeah, someone for walks sure. in and he's like, I'm not supposed to be here, sir. Yeah, that checks out. Like the lines for the fucking airport. Oh my God, I'm the worst. Did you do that at the Rooster Teeth party at E3 too? Which one? The Rooster Teeth one? No, that I just didn't want to deal with at all. Oh, okay. Because they were like, come on and come on. And I was like, first off, I don't like having to be snuck into your party. If you're throwing the party, why the fuck just come out and get me? Yeah. And they're like, this guy's with me. See, when I throw parties and people go, well, I want to get into the party, I walk out and I go, that person, that person, that person. That is the power that I wield mm. here at Kind of Funny. Yeah. Okay. Hey, no one's going to question if that. If people needed to get into the green room at Kind of Funny Prom, I just went like this. This person. And the security was like, who are you again? And I'm like, I'm the one paying for this event. How many times do I have to tell you this? And she was like, you don't have the right thing. And I go, God damn it, you're right. I'm a man of protocol. I can't break the rules. I gotta <laughs> Let me right go get a flag wristband. wristband. Let me go get the wristband. What's up, Kev? Uh, I think we're still in sub-only mode. Oh. Are we really? I, mean, I, I think so. Fuck it. Keep it the whole day. You know why, people? Because if you sub to us, you'll love us. If you don't, you're just lazy and getting free The room content. is not in subscribers-only mode. Just oh subs God. are the only just ones talking. Just subs talking? This is weird. That's wild. Yeah. The platypus who said hi to me was not a sub. Sorry to put you on blast. But you were the first name. The indie boy says, Nick, you didn't even co- uh, collect your parents. Joey had to let them in. It's because no, they, like, they like Joey more than me. 
Your parents are great, by the way. I think my brother let them in. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I let them in. But they're pretty great. I'm starting to get that sore throatness when I'm like... Oh, no, don't do it. Is it because I'm getting sick or is it because I screamed so much that my throat is just raw? I had an earache yesterday. I think I'm getting, like, congested. The whole 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 kitten caboodle? Uh, We made a a fatal error yesterday, and someone uh, in the comment section on YouTube reminded me that we should have done this. Uh, you played Fortnite without me? Is uh, that your fatal error? First off, you were asleep. Second off, we didn't You ask. don't know that. Yeah, I figured you were asleep. <laughs> it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sure you were asleep. Joey, they mm-hmm. snubbed me too. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin, you left. It's true. I wanted to go home. Guess what I did? I went to bed and I slept. Yeah, exactly. I played Fortnite again last night too. I'm a little bit offended that you haven't added me. We can't What do you want? Are you gonna play, uh, what do you Switch. Play Let's play on PS4. Better. Are you playing on PS4? Yeah. Were you playing with Andy last night? No, I play, I play on Switch and PS4. I'm trying to level up on both. but... But I bought on the both. Battle Pass on Switch. I play with Andy here in the office yeah, yeah, on yeah, Switch because yeah. I bring my Switch with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But on, when I'm at my living room, I just prefer to play on PS4 because it's already hooked up. Yeah. I don't have to. I don't have a dock at home, and um, I know that's a simple. Just take an Xbox solution. home and and play on uh, that other account, on your Switch account. Why link would I your, play on Xbox versus PS4? Because you can link your Switch account with your Xbox account, so you can have the same progression. Yeah. That way you level. Why don't up I just plug my Switch in at home? Oh, well, sure. Because that seems that. like also a lot of work. <laughs> it's like easier to just buy a dock, right? But yeah. Nick, you you can do that now, but you're not doing it. So I assume there was a, some reason you didn't like doing it. Yeah, that. but you have you have to you have to you have to follow the logic here. If I'm too lazy to steal that dock right there and pretend like I don't know where it went, I'm speci- <laughs> I'm way too lazy to steal that Xbox down there and pretend like I don't know where it went. Just like I did at IGN when people were like, well, "How'd you get that PS4?" I'm like. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. So weird. It's gone. So crazy. You were supposed to return it. (laughs) Whatever. It's my severance pay, Fran. There you go. Come at me. He's joking, Fran. He didn't do that. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Who knows? Find out, Fran. Come over. Who the hell knows? Uh, We are not sponsored this week, and we don't have much of a big topic. And I'll be honest with you guys. We don't have much of a news (laughs) news this week. Uh, But we do have some housekeeping. Kevin, roll that graphic. Uh, MCU in review this week is Ant-Man. So if you guys are like, hey, I went out, I watched uh, First Class two weeks ago like Nick did by accident, and then last week like Kevin did by accident, (laughs) uh, well, you're ahead of the game because we're going to be doing that next week. That's going to be, we're going to be recording that next Monday. It's going to go up next Thursday, 9 a.m. This Thursday, not 9 a.m., probably more like 9 9 to 10 p.m., Ant-Man and the Wasp. MCU in review. We'll bring up the list. We're going to rank that thing just like everything else. Uh, It's going to be super fun. I'm excited. I'm excited because uh, for the first time in 18 movies, someone else will do the plot recap. So we don't have to hear the asinine details that Greg puts in. And maybe just maybe we'll get out under under an hour. Uh, I feel like you might. I feel like we're also. Do you guys normally do the plot recaps for like the opening weekend movies? No, we don't. Those. No, but we will now. I think for this one because it does fit into the MCU in review. Mm. But I think for, we'll do the same but format. But we didn't do that for Black Panther, did we? Uh, but there's no so. way to find you're right, out. You're right. You're right. We'll never know. Yeah. Also, we're pimping the wrong uh, MCU in review. Oh. We should be pimping the kind of honeys. This, this one is right true. here. Jesus, there's like trash in the background. Yeah, there is. Is a half half drunk. Bo- were they making mimosas? Yeah. Oh yeah. So the thing about this MCU review. Where were you on this? Is that me? I was running mm. the boards. Mm. Um, 
is that we recorded GOG first. So ideally, you should watch GOG first to see how we got to this point. Which is on Patreon right now and will be live Friday. Yes, correct. Live Friday. So, yeah. Did I pick that background? Absolutely. Yeah, you did. Oh, I thought I picked it. If, I mean, to be honest, and this is why we love each other, is because I would pick that exact background. Yeah. That Except exact that look at his, we had to like Look at awkwardly... the fucking definition between his abs and his pecs. That is obscene. It's a little bit ridiculous. I have to draw that. About this area right here. Yeah, look at that. Mm -hmm. Fucking A. Fuck you. That's yeah. real. That's not paint. No. That's real. Although his abs do look a little airbrushed there, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm sure. You got But like, him. the foundation of it is. It's still rock bad. solid. You can still cut fucking cheese on that goddamn cutting board. Rever you know reverse Corey in the chat saying, oh shit, there's a kind of honey official timeline we need to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you oh. like fully understand it. Yeah, um, I was reminded sense. yesterday on on uh, in the YouTube comments that I missed a huge missed opportunity. Okay, is that Kevin sounded exactly like Marlon Brando from The Godfather, <laughs> and we should have just had him recite lines oh, from it. Dang it! Like we now. did on Extra Life with the Oreos. Nick, if you want me, I can go yell outside for you until I get back nah, to where I was. Nah, you're fine. Yesterday. We'll just do it next time. Yeah, the Oreos was the best. <laughs> we had to recite lines from movies with Oreos in our mouths. That was funny and almost, almost kiss. Almost kiss is the best thing I've ever the, thought of yeah, in my life. hundred percent. I love that almost kiss is still like around too. Because yeah. at prom people so. were like almost kiss, almost kiss. Was people... that the bless? Was that when blessing and Zyger yeah. won? Yeah. No, no, that was when Nick and uh, oh, I think they also did it for them. But they did it a lot. Nick and Greg had their moment. I think that where you guys kissed. I think I actually kissed inside of his mouth. Oh God! Because <laughs> he opened his mouth as I went to kiss him, so I think I kissed his tongue. Oh stop! I'm gonna oh, fuck, man. Moment. I'll tell you one thing right oh, now. Not fallacy, right? It's like not. Policy. It's not sexual. It's just how people in Europe say hi to each other. They open it's mouth just kiss. just a general greeting. Guys, yeah, guy friends. on guy, it's guy on girl, friends, girl dude. on girl, girl on guy on girl. It doesn't matter. It's just a way to say hello in Italy. Anytime, Scorpio. I know. I'm Anytime. ready for it. I know you're the only one that's right or die in this office, Jared. I've said this it before. I'll true. say it again. Everyone else are punks. They're punks. Get it. You want? Okay. I got gum here. You yeah. want it? No, I'm okay. I'm getting a little sick. I don't want to get you sick right now. Oh, I appreciate that. Actually, that's very thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. But I will when I'm better. We're gonna we're gonna reverse sixty nine, if you know what I mean. What does it's just that an, mean? It's just a kiss. Because yeah, reverse sixty nine yeah. is also just sixty nining, isn't it? No, no, no. If you reverse sixty nine, here's the sixty nine. You go. You bring it back up. It's the ninety nine. I think that's like that's making it a vertical. Doesn't, that'd be a, doesn't that'd it be go a from 96. this to this? Well, how yeah. would it be like a P of old people? Well, P90X, P -Q, how about that? A reverse 69 is the no, old like 96er from, uh, from The Great Outdoors. It's okay. just a big stick. Oh, that's a good fucking movie. Yeah, that was I on at a bar that I was doing comedy at like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, I, at first I missed, I, sometimes I do these things where I'll say things out loud. I'll be like, oh, great movie. It's Uncle Buck. And then I come back and I'm like, you no. idiot. No, Uncle Buck you is not fucking, a good movie. Well, I saw John Candy in the outfit and I was like, oh, mm. Uncle Buck. Then I see Dan Eckert. I was like, Dan Eckert wasn't enough. This is the great outdoors. Yes. Now, first off, did you just say Uncle Buck isn't a good movie? He makes big pancakes, but that's not a great movie. I don't love Uncle, Uncle Buck. Punch him in the throat. I thought we were friends. He makes big I pancakes. We were friends. How long have you watched Uncle Buck? Uh, probably a year. Okay, so you saw. Wow. You yeah, I watched. I watched Buck? it. Well, it's one of those things where it's like it's on AMC. I'm like, I gotta watch Uncle Buck right now. It's a lot more heartfelt than you probably imagine. It's silly. Those movies were silly. But it really is. Like, the relationship between him and the kids is Then I'll go back. Good. I'm going to give Uncle Buck another try. Because I remember thinking it had big pancakes. And there's that one girl with a sleazy boyfriend. Yeah. And he scares him with a power drill. And that's really all I remember. Well, the guy's a shitbag and, like, tries to, like, rape her. And he yeah. just oh fucking oh, beats the shit. He, like, yeah, he, like he's really terrible. totally traumatizes the kid, which is good. Um, oh, I can't wait. I ordered these. 
Did you really? Yeah, I, was I got one for me and one for Andy. I love that. But great outdoors. That's that's great outdoors it. is phenomenal. Yeah, it's I, I remember. I just, every time I sit, every single time I sit and have a big steak, I think of that scene. Absolutely. We have to finish the grizzle too. Yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta eat the grizzle. Oh, gotta eat the grizzle. That's the good stuff right there. You go water ski in there. Just oh. amazing water skiing. That bald butted bear. That was back in the day when things were simpler. You know, when yeah. Dan Aykroyd could make a good movie. Yeah, that, that was Dan John Aykroyd Candy could was make still a good alive. Movie. Oh, I miss John Candy. Dan Aykroyd made great movies all the way up until what the hell was his last good movie? Probably. What was it? Was it Great Outdoors? Can you bring up Dan Aykroyd's IMDb page, please? Let's just let's pinpoint the 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 exact moment he went from A list to to down the list. Yeah. Do you want me to show this eventually, or should I just cut this out? You can show it if you want. I wonder if Great Outdoors isn't the last great Dan Aykroyd movie. It maybe. No, he was good. He was good in Sneakers. It was great in Sneakers. Yeah. Sneakers is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Uh, let's we see. We're, just go, just go to, yeah, don't, I don't want as a writer or okay, a producer, just an actor. actor. Look at that actor there. Let's go. Oh, he was in Pixels. Oh, he was in Pixels. That was a good movie. Was what, it? Pixels? Was no. But what, Pix, no. That was the bad one. It was That's the bad one. What, That's Pixels the Adam Sandler Adam Danky King. Yeah. I heard it. I heard it. Oh, well, wait. Did I see that? Did you not watch it? I'm thinking Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, yeah, that movie's good. Was, I think you said Pixels was good, though. Pixels is not good. No? No. I. Oh, you know what? Gross Point Blank might have been the last good movie. Oh, that, that's I a good movie. I liked Christmas with the Cranks, which is I'll be honest with you also, opinion. Evolution was not terrible. I watched that again the other night. It's on Amazon Shout Prime. out to Pearl Harbor, though. He was in Ooh. fucking Pearl Harbor? Yes. What was yeah. he doing in Pearl Harbor? He was Captain Thurman. He was one Thurman. of the... I feel like he was working with... Um, he was helping... The love interest girl like find out what happened to them on their mission at the end. Okay. But I don't. Amy Gill says remember. Pixels is V bad. Oh my gosh, I that he, means very bad. Yeah. Was he in Crossroads with Britney Spears? I hope so. Bow, bow, bow. I don't I think that. that's is that that Crossroads, Kevin? To be honest, honest, click on that I Crossroads picture. Crossroads that's the Britney Spears one. Coyote Ugly. Two thousand one no, Crossroads. Crossroads is where they go on the on the road trip with Britney Spears. Yeah, Coyote click on that. Make the, sure that's right. Is that the Crossroads? Piper Parabu, where she danced on the bar. There you go. The one with all the Leanne Rhymes. Is that the one? Oh, he is. He's in Crossroads. Is he like her dad or something? I don't know. I don't remember. I jumped back to find out what his name was, but oh, there it is. That's wow. all writing credits, Kev. Yep, yep, call Joey. I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say Gross Point Blank, last great Dan Aykroyd film. Also, he's killed by a television. Fantastic. What year yeah. was that? Beautiful moment. Gross Point Blank, probably, uh, uh, scroll down a little bit, late 90s, I wanna say. Now, you like Christmas with the Cranks, though, you said, Joey, right? Evolution. I did like Christmas You said you like Christmas with the Cranks. Who doesn't like Christmas with the Cranks? Here's my thing about Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. I finally watched that movie maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. Sitting there thinking, now you know my wife and I, every once in a while, people go, what are you going to do? Are you going to come to Christmas? We go, no. We're going to go travel. <laughs> and they go, well, don't you want to spend time with us? And we go, no, we don't. We would like to spend time with ourselves mm-hmm. and take a vacation, and the best time to do it is during Christmas. And they go, that's very selfish. And we go, yes, we know. Now, Christmas with the Cranks, they try to do the same thing, where he's like, you know, we spend $5,000 or however much it is on this fucking Christmas party. Uh, nobody appreciates us. It's cold. The whole the whole neighborhood are assholes to us. Yeah. Let's just go. Let's just bounce. Maybe we'll just bounce. We'll you take just a don't vacation. Do Christmas this year. Right. It's fine. And then the whole neighborhood goes, no, you can't do that. And they guilt them into doing Christmas again. And at the end of it, they're supposed to realize that. Isn't it that? Isn't it that their daughter decides to come home? Uh, yeah, something like that. And everyone's like, and then the the town's like a sh- they're shitty to them because yeah, because they're like, oh, they're like to, so mad because right? they're ruining like the holiday, the holiday spirit. thing. Like they didn't dress the house up or whatever. Yeah. To which I would have responded, "Hey, daughter, go fuck yourself. You weren't going to come home. We made plans." Or just 
come to Hawaii or whatever it was. Whatever, yeah, Hawaii would take it. Like, this is the, the this is the, stu- if my neighborhood was like that, I would be the most hated person in my neighborhood. You'd be the greatest. Because they're like, did you, dr- did, why didn't you dress your house up? And I'd be like this, why don't you take some money out of your bank account, pay someone to dress my house up, but then the second I come back, that shit better be fucking gone. Dan Aykroyd. He's a smug motherfucker in this movie. Yeah. He's like, oh, I know better than you. And yeah. I'd be like this. When no one's looking, I'm going to slap him in the fucking face. Dan look Aykroyd. how smug he looks in this post. Look at that smug motherfucker. Look at that smug son of a bitch. He does look smug. Why is what? that UMD video for PSP? I, that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Tim That's Allen was like, uh, like, this is like the height of Tim Allen's power. Right here, yeah. You know? No. Yeah. Look at him. The height of his power was like the Santa, the Santa Claus. Claus. Yeah, I feel like this was around that time. That's around that time. Yeah, this is oh, when Tim Allen could, could was like ninety six. Yeah. Really, was that early? I, we're about Let's to find, find out. out. I didn't realize it was. I that like where we just play Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. No, I love it. Oh my god, did I tell you that I watched Footloose on Saturday night? Yes. Really? Yeah. Before or after? After I came home and I was everyone's 94. like ninety four. Oh, that was, that was wow. Let's see what was Crushers of the Cranks. Two thousand one. Oh, I'll tell you. I apologize. I apologize. I forgot about Galaxy Quest. That it's is the so best good. Tim Allen movie ever Alan made. Galaxy Quest is great. It is good. fucking great. Yeah, that's a great. If movie. you haven't seen Galaxy Quest, stop watching this garbage show. Go watch that movie. It's oh, fucking phenomenal. Oh, I forgot that Sam Rockwell was in it. Too. Yeah, he was yeah, phenomenal he, he, he in it. Was, yeah. He was Guy, the red shirt. He was like, I don't even have a last name. They're like, Guy, you have a last name. He's like, Do I? Do I? <laughs> he was so fucking good. That movie had no business being as wonderful as oh, it was. Dude, I sat in that theater oh. as, a, as a Star Trek fan. I sat in that theater and you're like, Star Trek fans wrote this. Like somebody mm-hmm. who loves all of them, the next yeah. generation, all of them sat down and wrote. Alan Rickman's phenomenal and Sigourney yes. Weaver's so good in it. Like, And I really like Missy Pyle. I think she's super funny oh, she's in it She's the too. one that plays the uh, the weird alien. Yeah. yeah. Tony Her, Shalhoub's really good in it. Oh, they're all great. Yeah. It's a great cast. Justin Long. It's a great cast. Who's Missy Pyle? She's the girl in the oh, pic- that girl. Yeah, that's, yeah, she's really funny. The alien girl, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was also in Josie and the Pussycats, another underrated movie. Oh, wow, God. I got to give a shout out to someone yesterday in the YouTube comments, I forget who it was, who corrected me. Uh, I was talking about a Jeremy Piven movie mm-hmm. called, um, I said Sell Hard, but it's not called Sell Hard. It's called The Goods, colon, like Sell Hard, Sell Fast, whatever the fuck it is. It's a movie I started watching on Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Not a good movie. But everyone in it is like the like mega stars now as far as like they oh, came from the office and they're like Craig yeah. Robinson's and all these people. Some fucking hilarious parts in this movie. Huh. Hilarious parts. I gotta get I gotta watch the second the back nine, the second half of it. Got it. Kevin, bring the shirt up. Wait, I have what? a question. You, yeah. Did you watch all of Footloose? I watched so what happened was after prom, um, I was a bunch of people ordered pizzas. Obviously there was pizza in the green room, and then my brother's yeah. crew ordered pizza. So I had one of those pieces that pizza, second piece of pizza. And then D was like, hey, by the way, I got you pizza if you're, if you're hungry when you get home. Got home, I was like, I don't even want any more pizza. But I was like, it's there. But it's there. And I want to eat it. Sure. And then I was like, I really want to watch something. And I had Footloose, the soundtrack, playing in my brain. I'm like, how long has it been since I watched Footloose? So I rented it on Amazon Prime, watched an hour of it, and then watched the next hour on Sunday instead of going to Punchline. Because I was pretty really solid. hungover. And it was fun. Felus so, has a great soundtrack. He was beautiful. Still to this day. Movie, I want to say. Yeah. He was beautiful. Great movie. Some deals with some deep themes. Right. Themes that I did not even think. I was like, wow. I was like, it's like this themes movie of about like dancing. deep loss, abuse, uh, bigotry. Yeah. Like all sorts of things. Like uh, a censorship. Lot of family drama all wrapped in there. I will it's say not just this, about dancing. This is the most amazing thing to me, though, right? Uh-huh. For a town that has outlawed dancing. 
They're all very They're good at dancing. They're all really fucking good at dancing. How do they know how to do this? How do those two kids know how to break dance? I don't know. I mean, I guess and at the this guy point, was like, you, like yeah, this is pre-internet. So, so like, how the fuck do they learn how to break dance? Do they just all go over the state lines? I guess. Is there like a breakdance teacher that's like, I am making so much money. Like <laughs> they're lobbying. <laughs> they're lobbying to keep the law in place so over they, in Be- Beaumont County so that when you go over to the next county, they can just start teaching just people like shit. like a monopoly on breakdance teaching. Literally. Lessons. My wife was like, I would like this. Like there's a part where they go to like a local drive-in mm-hmm. and, so, and and Lori Singer, the, the main female character, puts the boombox on and she's yeah. like, I got this tape. And it's like, Band music, yeah. even though it's just the run-of-the-mill pop rock and roll, mm-hmm. puts it in, presses play, everyone starts dancing, dancing. around the entire. Now, boombox is about this big, but it's, but it's somehow the entire throughout the entire thing. Driving. Everyone's dancing. The kid who's playing the video game is dancing. Yeah. Right? The fucking cooks like dancing. Like mm-hmm. she starts fucking just like she can't going dance for, for shit, it. by the way, but she's dancing and going for it. And my wife's like, I just want that to happen once in my life. <laughs> now, my wife grew up and was a professional dancer in LA yeah. for like 19 years. I was like, Are you gonna tell me? Then in the 19 years you were around nothing but dancers, someone this never, never played a song. You guys didn't break out into dance. And she was like, touche. Touche. <laughs> this was a thing that, that did, happened. That was a thing that happened to her a lot. Oh, my gosh. That's so fun. Kevin, did we bring this up yet? No, we haven't. Oh, let's bring it up. Uh, I bought some of these. Bonfire.com slash horse dash wrestling dash league. If you guys want one of these shirts, go buy it. Uh, whoever, I, I forget the, I forget the best one that put this up. Why never make this shirt? It's... Uh, John Liebrick, I think. Yeah, he's not making any money off it. He just did it out of the kindness of his heart. So go over if you guys want one. I ordered one for me and one for Andy. It's yeah, such a good design. I'll share the link. It's also on Reddit. I don't know why we never made this shirt. I think it's because people hate my creativity. I think it was because we didn't think we could keep the joke going no, for long and enough. No, defi- and we sure shit did not. Production. It's one of those things that it needed to be when the joke was hot that week. We needed to have the shirt on the store. Yeah. Exclusive. Only 100 and maybe we'd have sold, but I doubt. Like, look, we've sold fifty. Yeah. So I think our, our instinct was even correct. at peak horse wrestling well, also, mania. Is, I don't know that we could have sold a hundred. Guys, I mean, this is I feel like only been up on Reddit. This is the only place I saw it. Maybe it's been up for like it. it says fifteen days, but well, I mean, we're slow. I swear to God. Or do you think that like there's fifteen months. days left? I think there's only fifteen days left. Yeah. So maybe it's like a. 15 days. Well, I think it's one of those things where, like, if they sell a certain amount, then they'll make them. I think they had to sell at least five for them to print, like, actually make them. But Mm -hmm. we sold 15, so let's sell more of them. It's It's going to be my second favorite shirt. First favorite shirt, this. Can you take a picture and send us a snow mic, Mike? Yeah, sure. Because he's probably not watching. He doesn't, he's too big for us now. I know. No, I know, but you need to move. Yeah. (laughs) No, Joey, the the whole thing, Joey. That's good. Okay. All right. I'll send it to Snowbike Mike. Ah, Jesus Christ. We're going to get through this. I don't know That'd what the headline great. The headline for this show is going to be the, the just the relaxed, yeah. just chill show. Just hanging out. The seven degrees of Kevin Bacon episode. Oh, I, I'll be honest with you. So, you know Brianne, Miss mm-hmm. Movies. Love her. She came up to prom. Yes, I did see she her. She does uh, Rocking that baby Rock, from you know, Dirty Dancing Dress. Nobody puts baby in a corner. It's excellent. She does um, Six Degrees, her podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, six years of feature film, was, I think is what the whole thing's called. For the longest time, I thought it was, before I went on it, mm-hmm. I thought it was just, um, thank, you. thank you, bud. Cool Greg's the best, man. He is the best. I thought, dude, I'll tell you though, they do not brew their coffee as thick as everyone else's. Mm, like, still pretty. I don't, I don't mind it. Whatever. It's you were coffee. You something about her podcast. You thought it was. I thought it was six degrees of Kevin Bacon. 
to what I went on and I prepared all of my Kevin Bacon. I was like <laughs> researching because I want to play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon at some point on GOG. Ooh. Maybe we'll do it today. I don't know that we have the brain power. That's for why it's that. gonna be hilarious. Kevin, Dude, are you familiar totally with six in. degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yeah, you just gotta get a Kevin Bacon, right? It within six moves. Which is so I wonder how they decided on Kevin Bacon. It being just became the, because Kevin Bacon did so many fucking movies in the eighties and nineties that it is literally like that was the joke of like, oh, he everyone like he's everyone's been in a movie with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And that just became the joke. You can do you can do any actor, it doesn't matter who. But Kevin Bacon is like the It's it's literally most, impossible to find an actor that you can't central. do within six degrees of Kevin Bacon. He That's just so did so many. I wanna see how many movies he's credited for. See if it's out of the norm. It's not out of the credits. norm. Oh yeah, ninety credits. It's less but he did a lot. He did a lot of TV toward that. He actually apparently lost a lot of money in the whole Bernie Madoff thing. Really? Yeah, I was reading this trivia because I, I'm obsessed with Kevin Bacon now. Apparently, he lost like most of his life savings when Madoff when uh, Madoff went down. Is that why he's did like a resurgence of acting stuff? That's why he's on a lot of TV right now. Yeah, he did. Uh, he's still with Kara Sedgwick. Really? Yeah, they got two kids together. That's and impressive. They look exactly like him, which is. Weird. You remember that movie where he sees infrared penis? Hollow Man? Yeah, Hollow Man. Man. He played a bad guy in that movie. He's a weird bad guy in that movie. I don't like Kevin Bacon as a bad guy, although I did like him as Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, he was great as Sebastian Shaw. In X-Men First Class. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty spectacular. I feel like they fucked up Sebastian Shaw, though. Really? You didn't like him? Well, that's what John Reisinger said. They totally messed him up, and I was like, who cares? Well, fucking what, comic what, book nerds. Yeah, he's very different than this like, comic you guys, you guys are always like, his character justice. And I was like, he went like this. And it took people's powers with that dope effect. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking freaky and cool. Plus he died by a quarter through his head. That was the fucking trippiest death sequence ever. And you could tell he could like, like he played it perfect because he couldn't move, but you could tell in his eyes that he was like, he was aware of what was happening as it was yeah. going through his head. That was brutal. Oh, uh, X-Men First Class. Xavier had the, the link with him so he could feel it. You would think that Xavier would have been like, let's just let him go for a second. No, because then he would just kill everyone. Yeah, but he would have just killed Magneto, and then he could have stopped him again. But he loves Magneto. Fuck Magneto. He's a bad guy. Okay, all right. Let's, you see what I'm let's, saying? Let's save this for next week. I have a legitimate question. After we do XCU Joey. and review, can we just do Galaxy Quest and review? Just one. Just one. Just throw it in there, sure. Just one. Okay. We can also just watch Galaxy Quest today. If you want that to. sounds good. I think yeah, it's on Netflix. Is it really? I'm gonna check right it now. It was for a while. I don't know if it is anymore. Gosh, I'm so excited. I know. Dude. Uh, What's up, man? I don't know. Tip reminder $5 or above. Help us out. We're, we're dying today. <laughs> uh, let's go into some news. I got Jared here. I wanna bring up this story. This first and only story today comes from IGN.com. Shocker. Fourth of July week. When Fourth of July is midweek. Slow news week. Not a lot of Not stuff. Not a lot going of people. On. Paying attention to stuff. Apparently, a single disintegrating Back to the Future 2 shoe just sold for $100,000. Jared, without knowing any more details about this, is that high or low for this shoe? For that shoe, I think that paying $100,000 for a shoe is something only rich people with more money than they know what to do with can do. So I'm going to say that's too much for a shoe. That's too much for a shoe, but look at it now. It's not that disintegrated, too. Yeah, it's still a shoe. I mean, I, I understand historical items having important relevance, cultural relevance, and, and being sentimental, but $100,000 for a shoe is too much. Especially a shoe you're never going to wear. Yeah, you can't wear that shoe. They did do a redo of these, right? Didn't yeah. they have like a special edition of those that came out a few years, years back? Ago. Yeah, yeah, but they like auctioned them off, and it was like 15 grand, I think, right? To, to quote the late, great Harrison Ford, 
because I saw him die in that Star Wars movie. He's yeah. he's been dead for a while now. No, it, I think actually belongs. I think he actually died inside right around the Crystal Skull. Oh, okay. That's when he really died. <laughs> but to quote Harrison Ford, it belongs in a museum. It does belong in a museum. I'm sure there are a few floating around because I'm sure they made more than one pair yeah. for the movies. Um, I'm sure there's a few floating around that are in a museum. Yeah, probably. If I'm not Do you think the shoes are like the General Lee? There's like one for every crash. Um, like, they've made a lot of General Lee. They did. Oh, I have a friend that has one of the General Lee fenders in his house. I watched uh, a. Uh, I watch a lot of car shows, uh-huh. and uh, the one of them rebuilt a General Lee that was used. It was the one that that actually um, did the the jump mm-hmm. through the train. It was one of the jump cars. It wasn't actually like it wasn't a car that was uh, they drove around and then like as a prop car it was a jump car. So it was like super reinforced. Yeah. But it was just crumpled. And they over the span of the entire season, they literally had to pull this fucking car like back back out into like its shape and redo all the metal work. And they yeah they made it. What's crazy about that is um, the the weird thing is is if you see some of them in person, they're red. They're not orange. Oh, I didn't because know that. of the film stock they used. Uh, they actually had they wanted it to be. Uh, a color called race car red, or yeah. yeah, race car red, which is actually an orange. If you see it in person, it's actually kind of a vibrant orange color. They wanted it to be that color, and they did a bunch of tests on film, and the best representation of that in daylight with the films like they were using was like fire engine. Red. Now that's interesting. It was weird. The, one, the one he had was definitely like kind of the deepest red of your little lightning bolts on your shirt, or the deepest orange. That, that is race. Like, this is like race car red, right? Here. Yeah, that was that was. So maybe maybe some of them were, but some of them had the one that they had was like yeah. they were like we're painting it the color that so, it should be, not the color that it was when when it was original. That's really cool about the film stock, though. I didn't yeah. know that. Also that's thinking about like, does that mean they had to paint that racist flag on top like pink to get it to look red on film? I'm not sure what they did with the uh, the Confederate flag there, but okay. what's funny is they were like I think. I don't, I don't think they had a debate when they were putting it, when they were rebuilding the car. But, I mean, that's one of those things that you have to now deal with where you're like, if you were to restore the General Lee and mm-hmm. it was an actual General Lee, do you put the Confederate flag on top? I think it depends on your purpose. I mean, I, I do think that things like that belong in museums, for example, where they can be contextually presented uh, to show, look, this is a thing that happened. We can't pretend it didn't happen. Sure. But we're well, they've taken all of face. the old reruns of uh, the Dukes of Hazard off. And I think right? that's probably a good idea. You think so? Uh, yeah, I think so. Again, historical context is very important when you're presenting iconography that has a racist background to it. I really think you need to have a, a proper understanding of where and how that happened. That's why I, I think the statues and parks thing, that like those should, in fact, be taken down because you're literally just rubbing people's faces and here's a guy that did horrible things, yeah. but we're honoring him. Whereupon if you're talking in a classroom or a museum mm-hmm. and you're contextualizing what happened, you don't want to forget these awful things to sure. place. You don't want to pretend they never happened, but you also... I think that's the proper spot to be talking about that kind of thing. So if this car is going in a museum and it's going to be presented with, here's this thing that happened. Here's why it was done the way it was. Here's why we now go, dear God, that was terrible. What if you just want to drive the car down the streets of San Francisco and go, ha, 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 ha. I think that, uh, I think kind of like uh, Office Space, I I do believe you get your ass kicked. Yeah. Um, Now let me ask you this question. I feel like people would recognize it as like a... A cultural not, icon. Yeah, not to the degree of like the Ghostbuster mobile kind of a thing, but like in that. I, I wish Greg echelon. were here to hear you, hear you call it the Ghostbuster the, mobile. The, the Ghostbuster Ecto One, the there Ghostbuster mobile. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. Because one time I was like, oh, what's that? The plasma blaster thing is the neutrino one. And I was like, oh, God, I want to bully you if you weren't so big. You're such a fucking mountain of a man. I could bully him. Just do it. I, I think Joey's right that it's a cultural icon. My problem with it is that it's a, a cultural icon that was 
almost sickeningly insensitive. I mean, I, I grew yeah. up loving the Dukes of Hazard. I owned little General Lees with rebel flags on them, and I sent them flying off little jump stands that I made. And I da, 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 da. and then I got older and and looked back at at the context of that symbolism and went, oh well, that's just a terrible thing. A couple yeah. comments that I think are interesting on in this. Uh, first off, Shin Shin Nick three says most collectors have the General Lee quote restored to grabber red. I'm not sure what color. Uh, Kevin, can you Google grabber red? I want to see if it's the color I'm thinking of. It's more of a deeper red, if I'm not mistaken. And then Dr. Funder says, Kirk's shirt was green to look yellow on film Whoa. in the original series. That's super interesting. You know that? I know. That's Things awesome. like that are weird. I've, I'm so fascinated by that because they just like, the art director's like, we want it to look this color, and then you do the screen test with it. You're like, that does not look that color. And we've yeah. obviously like, I would like to say, oh, look how far we've come, but sometimes our wall is green. Oh, no, and every time, every time we no, put we, up Red we, Dead we Radio on, on this wall, like we get that weird effect yeah. behind because of the red mm-hmm. in it. It just does that weird wavy thing. It's crazy. Uh, now let me ask you this question. Go, sorry, go ahead. I looked up Grabber Red General Lee, and is that, is that, that Grabber? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It just looks that might be, I think that was the original color they painted it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering it being more red than not. But I think I think it's supposed to read as the one on the right there. See the differences in the reds? The one on the right? So keep going down. Like you see the, the, the orange versus? That's the color it was it was that right right to your left. That's the color it was when you look at it on film. But I think they had yeah. to paint it the one above that so it would read that color. When Bowman and Duke took yeah. that season off when I was a child, uh, do you remember that? They had this contract I just dispute. always remember thinking, and then, didn't they bring in the other Dukes They brought in shit? other cousins. I cried. Like, I remember I wept. They, Bo and Luke were going away. Also, to this day, when I hear the phrase, Jesus, take the wheel, you ever heard that phrase? No. That, that song, Jesus, take the wheel? Anytime I hear that phrase, I imagine, like, Bo and Luke Duke in the General Lee driving, and, G, like, Bo screaming, Jesus, take the wheel! And Jesus grabs the wheel. While like Bo leans out the window and shoots arrows out the window at the uh, squad car coming behind them, because things like that would. Happen. I just remember. I just remember when um, Smallville pop happened. Oh yeah. And one of the Dukes of Hazards was on it as the dad. I was like, yeah. nice dude. Yeah. One of the Dukes. Welcome was there. back, one brother. of them Duke boys. But yeah, that. Well, let me ask you this question about like you're, you're talking. We're getting a little deep right now. We're getting yeah. a little meta. Where do you come down on them pulling all of the old episodes of Roseanne? Oh, what? like just it. The original TV show, they pulled them all. I think it was a good choice. Um, again, I don't think they'll be pulled forever. I, I think that viewed contextually, this stuff's important. Um, I don't think it needs to be waved in our faces, especially right now. We can't obliterate history, and we shouldn't, because if you obliterate history, you forget the mistakes that were made. Uh, but you also don't need to be waving it in fake people's faces at the moment. People that want to watch old Roseanne episodes have ways to do that right now. Uh, they may not be as convenient as some would prefer, but can, it's not like Roseanne has been purged from the public consciousness. It's not like Dukes of Hazard can't be watched anymore. You can dig up your old sets and, and do that. You don't, I, think, you don't think it's a little bit phony to like pull something that you know eventually will come back? Like um, Hulk Hogan was pulled off WWE stuff, and like he's slowly now getting like reintegrated. Let me put it this way. I don't think that it's necessarily disingenuous. Um, when you're faced with the, the question of, well, I can pull these or not pull them, there are problems with each. Pulling them does maybe make you look phony or image conscious. Not pulling them makes you look like an idiot uh, because at that moment you're sitting there going, yes, why aren't you pulling these? Well, you have two bad choices. The less offensive, I, I'm always going to opt for the choice that's less likely to bring pain to people Mm -hmm. and pulling it hurts one group of people not pulling it hurts another 
I would much rather cause harm to the people that are sad they can't watch a TV show than to the people that are going, oh, God, this is racially offensive. But was the original <laughs> so, Roseanne racially offensive? That's the question. Uh, I don't I don't remember it being, but I watched no, it when I was current, a kid. Current yeah. gen, I think she was, because she was much more liberal back then, right? It's not just it's not just a matter of the politics, though. It's a matter of what she's chosen to do in the moment. Um, what she means now is different than what she meant 20 years ago. Yeah. And I think so the, But the question is, some of the messages from 20 years ago are still relevant and still powerful. And I think they'll be re-examined. So isn't that sad? I think that'll be re-examined. I think it'll just take time. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Connors's. Yeah. yeah, I'll be interested Connors. to see what that. To see what to see that they bring that back because on some level I, I I respect that I respect that they they got together and said we still want to like you know give this crew and this cast um, work we want it we still have some very talented people working on this but at the same time there's a small maybe five percent that's like this does seem a little like a money grab like I know I was the person like when this whole thing went down that said I'm really sad Connors? for like the um I was sad for the cast and crew yeah. or the people who were behind the scenes behind the cameras. Um, who then lost their jobs because it was a successful show. But it's also like, it'll be weird to see it and what, what it becomes without her. Yeah, I'm wondering about that too. Yeah. I, I am glad for that. Now granted, I didn't even watch the new Roseanne when it came back. Yeah, me either. So this is all very <laughs> arbitrary for me because I don't actually give a fuck about network TV anymore, but people mm. do. Well, in summary, I realize I kind of babbled around it there to the original question. You're going to hurt somebody. You might as well hurt people that want entertained instead of hurting people. I don't think you're actually. Hurting. I don't think you're hurting anyone by pulling a TV show yeah. that was that's, and that's I mean. thirty years old. You're not hurting anyone. That's what I you're mean. disappointing. Yeah, maybe you're a couple people who willfully want to be disappointed because they feel like that's the thing they're gonna. That's the hill they're gonna die on for that moment. Yeah. Uh, I'm not disappointed they pulled Roseanne. I have no. I didn't. At no point in my life was I like. Well, that's actually not true. Maybe at some point I would have gone back and rewatched Roseanne because at no point in my life would I ever, ever thought I was going to rewatch all of Friends, all of Entourage, and almost all of Cheers. Um, but I don't man. need that in my life. I can. That's go, just a distraction. Right. At I this can point. go watch Birth of a Nation right now. I can you go can. watch Triumph of the Will right now, and yeah. I should be able to because they're important. Roseanne is a historically important television show and will remain so. But right now, it sticks in the crawl. Roseanne originally better or worse than Cheers. Uh, I preferred Cheers, um, but Cheers is more my kind of show. Roseanne was a little more gritty. I liked my television at that point a little more escapist. Follow-up question. Friends or Seinfeld? Uh, this will define our relationship. I think if I had to live in a world with only one, it's probably going to be Seinfeld. There it is. Yes, thank God. But here, I don't put them necessarily on the same plane of Sure, Joey, but if you have to choose one. They were both, well... They weren't from an intellectual level. Yeah. Because I thought Seinfeld was always a lot more meta and smarter. But they were that from a That was way more on the, level. like, totally. Friends was just as big well, as I, Seinfeld when it I went put uh, Seinfeld in the, like, arrested development category of, like, there was a higher level. It wasn't, God. I feel like arrested Friends was a little bit more, I, like, cheap laughs. I wish, something, which I still love. I was going to say, I wish arrested development had, like, continued. No, I wish they had oh. continued. Back then, at the time, oh they yeah, because they lost it. Yeah. They definitely lost it, and it's just so sad to see them just try. I I want to say they're half-assing it, maybe they're full-assing it, but it just doesn't seem like it. I will say yeah. the a fun fact about Friends that I find very very fascinating is that they uh, were one of the first shows, at least that I know of, to all negotiate their salaries together. together yeah. yeah, and. That was, and that's one of the reasons why they said that the show lasted for so long because there was no infighting amongst the actors. Yeah. It was they like were just like, we're all negotiating together. We're all going to get. And at a point, at I think the seventh or sixth season, they were all making like yeah. Although Friends was episode. Friends was, was frankly dollar. on too long. 
I, I mean, oh, I God. agree with I think Friends went on shows. four seasons too long. I just watched all of them. By the fourth season, they all become caricatures of themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joey becomes... Actually, Joey's the most compelling character because yeah. he's the only Towards one that has the end, depth. Yeah. Him yeah. and Phoebe have depth. Uh, Monica is just a psychopath. Chandler was clearly going through a lot of problems. Yeah. His character becomes like nothing toward the end of it and then kind of comes back as I think he came back after his alcoholism. Right. Um, Ross is a fucking annoying monster. Yeah, Ross, Ross, just Ross, is an annoying monster. Ross just becomes awful. He's he just awful. becomes a horrible human being. A horrible human being. Uh, Jennifer oh, Aniston, like also oh, wait, a horrible what, human what being. I, everyone always hates on Ross and I find that there's something No, go back and watch him. it. He's well, early Ross, early Ross is great. Early yeah. Ross is good because he had morals and scruples. Yeah, Late Ross is like three divorces. Uh, just completely outlandish, makes the absolutely the wrong choice at every given point. Yeah. And, and his sister's a psychopath who's very abusive to Chandler. I'm just putting it out there. She was very abusive to him. Have well, you read this whole theory? Uh, I, somebody came up with it. I just bots. love this. I've been rewatching, like you, all the episodes uh, recently. And yeah. somebody advanced this theory that Phoebe Buffay is actually a woman named Regina Falange who's in the Witness Protection Program. Yeah. Oh, and has just made her entire past up and now is slipping back into her old identity. Like she's just letting the Regina Falange. I, if you watch all the episodes in that context, this is my favorite fan theory ever. Dude, oh. I have such so much more respect for Lisa Kudrow than I did originally oh, watching great. that series. Because when you when I watched the series, I always thought Phoebe was kind of the comic relief. Going back and looking at, at her performances now, I'm like, God, she was fucking brilliant in that yeah. show. Not only that, but I think she was supposed to be, if I'm not mistaken, like... I think she was up for the role in of uh, Elaine in Seinfeld at some point. Really? I could yeah. See that. And I think I think that Julia Louise Dreyfus got it because she had a better relationship with um, Seinfeld. With no, with Larry David. No. But I, I, I maybe I'm wrong on that. She was like all of those all of those people were like getting hot around the same time and were yeah. like plug and play in these various different shows. Mm-hmm. So it's fascinating to see who got what and where. Yeah. And then poor Ryan Reynolds got that Pizza Guy show and just his career tanked uh, until now, Deadpool. Now to ask you, you were ta- asking Which me one? about Friends. Friends v. Cheers. Yeah. Where do you fall on Cheers v. Frasier? Oh, I think Frasier's a better show. <gasps> me too. What? I do. Yeah, me too. I think it is. I think they what? just had more. I think they had better. Cheers got very weird and, and kind of went off track after mm-hmm. uh, Shelley uh, Long left. Oh. left. Yeah. And then they brought in Kirstie Alley. The first and season of Kirstie was, Alley's pretty good. It's now great. After that, it gets a little weird. It's weird. And it's also just like Sam and Diane... Yeah. It's in the fucking song. They wrote a song about it, for Christ's sake. Yeah. It wasn't Sam and Kirstie Alley. There are plenty of great late Frasier, or great late Cheers episodes, but there's not nearly as many as there are. Uh, Frasier ran like 11 seasons, and like eight or nine of them are really They're good. They're really good. And the last the last season is actually pretty good, too. When you, like the last few episodes. There's I a few. Yeah, the last few are good. Frasier, to this day, like one of the best written shows uh, in terms of in sitcom history, like it's just just clever writing through and through. Very clever, very formulaic toward the end there, though. Yeah. You start, you really start seeing behind the curtain where you're like, if you watch them over and over and again, you're like, oh, I know. I mean, obviously, it's not that hard to figure out what the fuck's going to happen, but they're very. There was a formula for those shows there was. that yeah. is still very much in use today. They are they are better or were better at taking 22 minutes of television and using 21 of those minutes to build up toward a punchline. Yeah. Than any show I've well, ever the, watched. Well, but the Fraser character, and this is what's so fascinating, is we talked about this at Nazim, obviously, but we have nothing else to talk about today, so shut up, <laughs> chat. People are like, what is happening? We're like, everything and nothing at the same time. <laughs> the Fraser character, who would have thought, was the most fa- was the most fascinating and and uh, multi-dimensional character from all the Cheers shows. I would have thought no for sure a Ted Danson that. show yeah. or a Norm show or the Cliff show would have done it, but Fraser, this kind of side character in the yeah. Cheers universe, 
comes out and is just faceted. They just well, really did a great job. There was with apparently that. a poll of which spinoff character, like before they did the show, they pulled the audience and Frazier was the character that pulled least interesting. Like the one that people least because you hated him. And that's who they went for. And they they leaned into that because yeah. well they went for all of them. They tried to do all of them. Right. And they just tried to see what stuck. But what was fascinating about Frazier is you hated his character when he was standing opposite of Ted Danson. Right. When he was by himself, you really related to that character because he was all fake bravado yeah. and yeah. all insecurity, insecurity, like real insecurity. I, the, and he imagine, was a therapist that had that knew this, but couldn't do it. That couldn't recognize it in himself. Can you imagine the pitch meeting for Frasier, like before before the show's ever been seen? Because you sit down and it's like, okay, so we're gonna have Frasier, the least popular character on Friends or on on Cheers, the insecure guy. Then we're gonna have his brother Niles, who's just like him but worse. Yeah. Then we're gonna have his grumpy dad, and that cute dog, and a cute Eddie. dog. A housekeeper and a uh, well, at a promiscuous, snarky uh, uh, producer. Yeah. Oh and no. And people would have just looked at that and been like, "This is the worst idea for a show ever." I apologize. Uh, Lisa Kudrow was not supposed to be Elaine. She was. Uh, she was in the running for Ross. 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 Oh, oh she made a great Ross. She was in the running for Ross and got friends instead, and I think went over and did that show instead. Huh. Perry that's Gibson. A, that's oh, one oh. of my first crushes. Oh, yeah. still. Yeah. Still, if I met her today, I'd be like, I'm married, but you know, let her know. She's so, <laughs> so good in that character. Roz was great. She, because she could smack Frazier around, and he needed that so yeah. bad. Like, he needed also, they had else. a little thing. Remember? Well, they did. They, they had that fling that one time. They had a little thing. I always thought they should wind up together. Well, well, yeah, I, was, I, I liked that they didn't, and I'd like that they had. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of missed opportunities, as far as I'm concerned, in mainstream media of couples, right? The most egregious, of course... Uh, Harry and Hermione should have wound up together. This is oh, look at that! This is complete and total I bullshit. They just threw Ginny in there. She's the little sister like that he would not have been attracted to. It's a little creepy, and she's that fucking looks exactly like his mom. It's weird. I, I'm gonna get in trouble here. I'm gonna make people angry. Go for I, it. I am one of the five people in America that like Joey and Rachel. I thought that made sense. Oh, uh, it made total sense. Their no, I don't their hate relationship it. was so much better than anything else's. Yeah. Well, everyone wanted obviously Joey and and. Uh, What's her butt? Phoebe. Yeah. Might have. That didn't make any sense. Yeah. By I the liked, way, shout out to Paul Rudd, who was the only reoccurring so regular that good. made it through the rest of the series. I like, <laughs> Everyone else came in, did like three. Bruce Willis came in, did like three episodes out. Tom Selleck, like seven episodes out. Paul Rudd comes Tom in Selleck and was like, so good this that, guy's though. a superstar. He's going to be Ant Man and the Lost one day. Well, and <laughs> I feel like Phoebe had the most fun boyfriends because she had Paul Rudd and she had Hank Azaria. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, just keep bringing these guys back. Oh, she had Michael Rappaport as well. She had a lot of, she had a lot of great boyfriends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although Monica did have Alec Baldwin for a little while. That, well, those she had Tom Selleck, were, too, though. Oh, yeah, she had Tom Selleck, and Tom yeah. Selleck at the height of his mustache game. Yeah, oh, man. and that was the height thing of, of like, oh, game. this is, like, your dad's friend, but, like, it's Tom Selleck, so you totally get it, of, like, wow. yeah, he's Are Tom you Selleck. kidding me? I would bang the shit out of Tom Selleck. Look, I would be like, I've never thought about doing this before, but, Tom, let's go. Whatever you need from me, you watch I will Bloods? give to you physically to, to and be emotionally. fair, Nick, let's be honest, he would bang shit out of you. Oh, yeah, I'd be the bottom yeah, on that one. Oh, yeah, I would take whatever he had to offer. Whatever sandwich you wanted to deliver, I'm open for deliveries. Because oh, no. I, I think I think you're very manly, but I think Tom Selleck is more manly. Oh Tom God, Selleck yes. Man. He's like I'm like a little man compared to his big manliness. Well, that's how I feel about uh, Sam Elliott. Like I, I have a huge oh, crush man. on Sam, Sam Elliott, Elliott, and I want him to just wrap his manly arms around me. So I'll tell you, th- there's two movies right now. I'm gonna throw out your way. Oh, okay. All right. There's a movie that Sam Elliott was in called Fatal Beauty. Sorry, Whippy Goldberg. Love Which that I have movie. not seen. I don't know that I've seen. That Love either. that movie. Like a, sh- a, more, a slightly more serious Whoopi Goldberg movie about a dr- like drug dealers in the 80s. Actiony, very bad, love it. Uh, and he's also in a movie called Roadhouse. 
Where, no, I, don't know, I don't know if you've seen this movie I've heard or not. Of this motion picture. But that had Pat Sajak in it, right? It did have Pat Sajak in it. Yeah. Uh, was he the bad guy? No, Pat Sajak was not in Roadhouse. Who was the bad guy? When though? I was a kid, I used to confuse Patrick Swayze and Pat Sajak for some reason. Because I mean, it's a very similar human beings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did one, a lot of the one same being things. a giant brawny dancer martial artist and the other being a game show host. Richard Dracken says, Nick, come on, Roadhouse. What? I just said it. Are you not here? What's you can't talk hurt? Sam Elliott without bringing up. It's the best movie he's ever done. That and he's also in The Big Lebowski. Yeah, he is. As, as the narrator. Fantastic as The Stranger. The Big Fantastic. Lebowski. Hey, dude. How yeah. you doing? Wonderful on Parks and Rec is Other Ron. Oh, was he? He was Other Ron. So yeah. That's he's, awesome. How, oh, have you never seen him doing Other Ron? No. Oh, it's Man. really good, Nick. So he, he's good. doing, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ron's the Nick Offerman character, he is, right? Yeah. He is the mirror universe version of, of Nick Offerman's character. Nick Offerman is genius. Yes, he is a genius actor. He is yeah. the ultimate straight man. To yeah, everyone's goofy. God bless him. Yeah, he was superb. And being the ultimate straight man is like the hardest job in Hollywood. I think being a good straight man is just about the hardest thing you can do. Oh, yeah, it has because everyone wants to be the funny guy. Yeah. But exactly. Every funny guy needs a straight man. Yeah, for, every, what, for every Nick, there has to be a 10 guys. The sublime genius of Phil Tim's Hartman. My straight man. Phil yeah. Hartman, the greatest straight man of all time. Phil, Phil's one of those guys that you look at and you're like, it's like uh, I watched that Ric Flair documentary. And how they said Ric Flair was always great because he always made everyone else yes. around him look great. Bill Hartman mm-hmm. was one of those guys. Exactly. Too, where he was just there and he would be like on news radio specifically where he would be that character. <laughs> and he would be so different than everyone else that he would make mm-hmm. everyone else just shine. Yeah. Like, and he had his goofy fucking moments too, mm-hmm. but he was so good. No, you need that so straight good. man. You need that straight man. Or All straight right. lady. Or straight lady. Straight person. Straight person of some kind. Straight human. Straight human. human. Uh, do we have, let's go into some tips real quick. Do we have PSL Love is Best Friend XOXO? You're going to read that today. Oh, goody. I'm excited. Why don't you read that while I pull up tips? Okay. How's that sound? That sounds great. All right. Um, For PSL Love is Best Friend, you can nominate somebody in the community that's doing something cool. You can just go to kindoffunny.com slash best friend. Give them some love. You should do that because sometimes we start to run low on people and then it gets awkward. Then we do just like repeat ones back to back because I don't realize people have submitted it twice because they thought. It doesn't matter. It's a whole thing. It's more love. This is true. You know what's more fun than having sex with someone once? Doing it again, because you figure some stuff out. You're like, I know what that person likes now. Oh, yeah. Lord. Look at this shmi bring this up. It's this the tip. Bring it up shmi shmi. It's the tip. Bring it up shmi the tip. All right. Um, today, Johnny Hayes is shouting out Kadena Henderson. Um, Johnny said, since we've started talking, Kadena has always been amazing to me and helped me through so much, and it's meant the world to me to have such a good friend from this community. I'm writing this the morning of Kind of Funny Prom, so I don't know if she's one or not, but she's always going to be the Kind of Funny Prom queen in my heart. That's nice. Very cute. She did not She's pretty win. great. She should have won. But instead, you sick motherfuckers picked Zyger. <laughs> thanks for that, by the way. And thanks for that. Because Zyger, I'm not sure if it traumatized him or if he enjoyed it more or if it's a little column A and B. I don't like that. But somehow it's both. making that kid more twisted. He showed up with little, the little like girly the hair things, the butterflies clips. clips. Greg also is just continuing to encourage him by promoting gal gun games, which is a bold move. Bold. Tip time. Uh, Ish tipped us a nice tip and said, hey, best friends, if anyone is still in SF, let's hang out. A group of best friends will be at Pier 39 tomorrow for 4th of July festivities. Uh, event starts at 3, fireworks at 9.30 p.m. Uh, let's keep the party going. DM me at ishkabob906. That's I-S-H-K-A-B-O-B-906. Uh, hashtag KF, 4th, hashtag KF prompt. Uh, yeah, we do do fireworks in the city, by the way, and if there's no fog, they're going to be amazing. If there is fog, it looks like aliens are attacking. 
Because all the smoke just holds too. Yeah, just no you just see lights in the sky and hear it, and it's weird. It's very fucking weird. Oh, this uh, is so sad. Tiadro. Tiadro. That's what I meant. One two one four says feels weird not spending money on Ubers or Lyfts to rush to a community event. So here's a few bucks to compensate. Hope you guys are recovering well. Enjoy time off when you can take it. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Eric Heights, who by the way was my vote for Palm King, I pushed him. He's my candidate. He lost. Because he had the okay. pug in the jacket. Fuck yeah, he did. So just wanted to shout out all the best friends that made Palm a blast to, uh, to say hashtag fuck you Delta for making me miss the VIP meet and greet. Nick, here's my picture to brighten your day. Bring this up. Oh, it's such a good picture. I love this dog. Look how cute what's, his what's little his jacket. Look at his little jacket and his when little he was doink a month doink. Old, that's adorable. Look at his little doink doink. Don't look at his doink doink. He's using the tennis balls and pull. It's funny. Don't <laughs> like cover his Kevin doink doink. Don't cover his shame. He's a dog. He doesn't give a shit. I can't. You know, if we didn't have Christianity, we'd all be naked right now. Is that true? Why? Why? Do There's we, no uh, reason to wear clothes. that is true. This is our shame. Religion made us shame. Ashamed of our bodies. Uh, pretty reckless. Says this is Joe. This is for Joe. Joey's Josie and the Pussycat shout out. Such an underrated movie. Thanks, Joey. Fun fact: One of my best friends from high school just found the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack and sent me Dropbox me all of the songs because it's not streaming anywhere. What? So is jo- Josie and the Pussycats was a made up thing, right? No, it was a comic was from the Archie too. universe. Ah, God, they were the they were the band in the Archie universe. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it, okay. Did you just say that because of Christianity, we all wear clothes? That's it. Adam and Eve fucked it up for everyone. That, Garden that, of Eden. That's, that's it up really not how that worked. That's 100% how it worked. <laughs> I went to Catholic school. They said that you have to be ashamed of your penis. Don't rub it against Kevin when he doesn't want you to, or when he does want you to. Don't do it. Well, I mean, that second one at least. No. There are, Jared, I know that rub, you didn't you study him, but there are it. some good teachings from the good book. Oh, I, no, no. One I'm not, of which I'm not says in chapter of Corinthians uh, number 12, do not rub thine stick on thy employee's back. That is not in the Bible in those words. Kevin, but can you Google Kevin Coelho nude and see what comes up, please? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> However, nor should anyone else. The uh, if you look at Genesis in particular, the whole yeah. idea that being naked mm-hmm. was a bad thing mm-hmm. was actually something that happened that people got wrong. Like the idea is that no man, there was nothing to be ashamed of. That story is often interpreted about being about nudity, but what it's actually about is Man. the origin of all sin being self-centeredness. It's not about shame. Shame mm-hmm. is what, what comes up, but that's not it. It's not about being ashamed. It's that you think that Adam didn't notice Eve was naked or Eve didn't notice Adam was naked. It's not that they were that they were like, oh, I should be ashamed of being naked. It was, oh, I've gone from thinking about what's going on around me or other people first to thinking about myself first. And that being the origin of sin. So you're it's saying it was. So you're saying like, somebody took a religious message, mistaught it to me, misrepresented it over the last thirty years of my life. Pretty much shocking. Yeah. Because it's yeah, shocking. It's, it's not. It's not about shame. It's not about being ashamed of yourself. It's kind of the opposite. It's about hey, self awareness to the point of valuing yourself over others is the origin of all sin. Mm-hmm. And it's not saying that... It's also but, how you get ahead in life. It's also not saying that the, they suddenly became inherently sinful because of that and that everybody afterward is sinful. That's a bunch of extrapolated bullcrap. It's that they made a bad choice and we all continue to make bad choices, but we could totally decide at any point to not make bad choices. Nick, I don't like uh, Jared over here giving us his hippie opinions. It, it just seems... I'm, I'm actually I'm going to stand against them. I'm ju- you should all be ashamed a, of your bodies. such a far left liberal. I've seen I'm saying Nick almost naked and kind of full of crap on this one. I will say this. Shout out to the saint. Watch that over the weekend also. 
Well, yeah, with uh, Val Kilmer. With Val Kilmer, not a good movie. Go back no, and watch it. No, he shoots uh, AK-47 over those guys' heads, knocks those lights down on them. Yeah, because he didn't want to kill. Yeah, but they could have just like nailed him with a gun. Yeah, they should have just shot his ass. Moment. Yeah. All right, let's go into the three and three. It is 11:56, and Jared has another show after this. Oh, yeah, do the giveaway. We're not sponsored, so we're just giving shit away because we can. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Uh, today we're giving away Shift Quantum for the Nintendo Switch. You may have heard of it. And that's going to Daniel Demore from Kind of Funny Patreon. Yay! Yay. Hey, Joey, real quick. Did yeah. you give away yesterday's giveaway to the people that needed to go I haven't to? sent it yet. Okay, good. But you see it. It's on your radar. Yeah. Excellent. Get Bucket well, says Nick. Oh, sorry. I put a name on there yesterday, and I, then there's I, another name. Joey, I told them that, and they were like, we don't know. So we went with the second name. Okay. No, we went with the first name. Did we? Yeah. Second name, I don't know why that's on there. Okay. It was bigger. It was bolder. I went with the, I went with the normal format. Okay, excellent. Thank you. Well, you, yeah. you told me to pull one like right before the show started. I told lots of people to pull lots of things. Yeah. I like to have options. It's true. They, when, you know what? When fucking Cool Grey goes out into the night, you think he, he don't have options? Endless options. I heard about are. some graffiti tour you were giving people over kind of funny weekend. They loved it, it sounds like. Let's go into the three and three. Get Talk Bucket says, Nick, we need more kung fu movies, in, uh, kung fu in movies. In the 80s and 90s, everyone could throw hands. It's true. It's true. Is we that just one of those genres that is kind of like dead? Yeah, yeah. like with westerns. Yeah, and all they that come kind of back stuff. every once in a while, yeah. but you know, it came back in different iterations. Musicals. Like I would say, The Matrix is a kung fu movie. Interesting. You know, it had it had a lot it had a lot of that The Matrix, but yet you watch Grease too a lot. I had somebody come up to me at prom and said, "Thank you for your stance on Grease too." I think it was the VIP meet and greet. I think you just made that up. No, that's 100% not a lie. I think you're 100%. We had a whole uh, Nick, conversation. Nick, I was with Joey the entire time. She is, in fact, making that up. Wow. No, you weren't. I didn't even see Kevin to the end when we went to Curry side. Up Now. Kevin How good is Curry side. Up Now? What? How, How fucking good, good really did good. that yeah. hit? Because I, I walked past it, and I was like, oh, man. We were there for, like, good. two hours. Guys, I don't even want to lie to you right now. I've been thinking about Curry Up Now the entire morning show. So if we want to make that a reality... We we'll probably wrap it up now. Shit, that's not a bad idea. You know? That's an option. It's twelve. Ant Man zero two zero. It says Nick, you watching UFC two twenty six? <laughs> if that's this weekend, yes, I probably will watch that. I believe that's the Stipe fight, and I want to watch the shit out of that. Um, Stipe. Sole purpose is that tiki masala burrito was on point. Hell yeah, it was. Yes, in fact, it is. Oh, Joey. Uh, Yam Nave says, Joey, stop distracting from the fact that you haven't watched The Matrix. Have you not seen The Matrix? Because I just don't care. You about should watch the at least the first one. I feel like only, Tim it's has It's one of the best sci fi movies ever made. You should, but I don't really care about Joey, sci-fi. you should only watch the first one, then have someone kind of casually explain the, the, the other two. No, no, no. You should 100% only watch the first one and have someone casually explain the other ones, too. No that's question about that. Do not watch that's the second I just said. I know. I'm just backing you up on <laughs> okay, this. You were, you were kind of. Lofty on it. I will, I'm just saying 100%. Do not watch the second or third one. I will just tell you what happens okay. in five minutes. Because they're or, 18 hours long and they're so fucking convoluted and bad. Yeah. It's, it almost ruins the first movie. Counterpoint. You just casually explained to me all of the no, major no, no, movies. No, no, no. You should experience the <laughs> no, first No, because you one. have to hear the cool part where Propeller Head starts playing. And he goes, I know Kung Fu. It's really cool. I don't know. You just did a really great job there. Well, I feel like I can I'm very see talented it. and a lot of people like me. She's not wrong. You You're a that. vocal guitarist. I saw it. I heard it come out of me. I was excited and I was vocal like, who is basis? this guy talking? He's awesome. Yeah. And it was me. Uh, Ignacio Rojas uh, says, Nick, you should watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Again, for the 5,000th time, I watched the first season. It's not a good show. And don't tell me you have to watch until season five because that's not how TV should work. Nick, that's true. Nick, I've actually officially stopped watching it because Ignacio keeps hitting me up about it. He, so every time you, he asks me to do something, I'm I swear now. to God, I just do the opposite. 
I do the opposite. See what you did? You see what you did? Between him and Omega Batman, I don't know who I want to ban first. Definitely him. Omega Batman. I'm a, Omega Batman. And I want you to know Omega Batman. If it wasn't for the fact that Kevin loves you so much, you would have been banned so years good. ago. But he, He's for so some good. reason, keeps it going. I don't know why. Um, Mr. Yasman said that Joey should review A Star is Born when it gets released. One, I actually did watch the trailer, and I actually, I don't really care about it. And two, it's never going to get better than Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. Because they did the, I think this new one is a reboot of the one from Which the one? 70s. A Star is Born. Oh, it's on my Netflix queue. Yeah. I watch that up. one. Is it good? It's so good. I'll it's Chris it Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. First off, you had me at Chris Christopherson. Right? Did you know he wrote a lot of songs for a lot of people? Really? Yeah, he's actually a very accomplished musician. Like, he did albums of his own, but apparently he wrote yeah. like country songs for everyone. He used to be like a composer and writer. Interesting. That's that. the dream This is weird shit I learned about. I don't really think that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are really going to I think I'm going to fucking love that, that movie, and you and I have a date. We're but doing here's it. the thing. Cooper I don't really like music movies like that. I fucking love them. Because I didn't really like. Someone always it gives develops me, like, a coke habit. Yeah, it gives me the like walk the line and country strong vibes. Walk the line I didn't like, which much. I didn't love. So I don't think I'm really into didn't like those. Didn't love country strong. Country strong was the Jeff Gwyneth Bridges Paltrow. one. Which one was the Jeff Bridges one where he was like, where he was like a good guitar player and Maggie Gyllenhaal was in it and she like interviews him. I have no idea. Chat. Chat. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, Nick, did you see the film Shame? Michael Fassbender is full naked and they show everything. Of course, I've seen that. If if there's a dick attached to Michael Fassbender and I can see it. I've seen it. Uh, Kevin, what? this camera's tally light is blinking at us like it's about to explode. The tally light is blinking at you, yeah. really? Is it recording something? No. All right, well, screw it. It's very weird. Uh, Richard Draken says, Nick oh, and Joey. Crazy Heart is the Jeff Bridges Crazy movie, Heart, says thank Grand you. Man oh, Banana Glen. Never plugged it in. Uh, let's see. Richard Dragon says, Nick and Joey, please read the first two sentences of Roger Ebert review of Pearl Harbor. It is okay. fucking hilarious. Can you pull that up? Uh, Sherman Cool says, Nick, shout out to anyone affected by the fires in California lately. Hope everyone's all right. Try not to breathe if you live in NorCal at all. Uh, it's been, it's, it hasn't been as bad in the city. There has been some ash Orange. in the sky and some weird, like the day after, kind of funny problem. I thought I woke up at 6 p.m. Because it was like golden outside. I was on like, Sunday? oh my God, how long did I? I thought I slept through the meet and greet. I 100% did too. And Dee was like, oh, no, 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 you're fine. It's only 10 o'clock. And I was like, what the fuck is happening outside? She's like, woke the apocalypse. woke up in Blade Runner 2049. It was awesome and horrifying all at the same time. For sure. Yeah, everyone stay safe. Uh, shout out to anyone fighting that fire as well. The firefighters out there right now, if you're listening, stay safe. You guys kick ass. We love you. Okay, so I have the review up. The first, So it says, Pearl Harbor is a two-hour movie squeezed into three hours about how on December 7th, 1941, the Japanese staged a surprise attack on an American love triangle. Its centerpiece is 40 minutes of redundant special effects surrounded by a love story of stunning banality. The film has been directed without grace, vision, or originality, and although you may walk out quoting lines of dialogue, it was not because you admire them. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I'll be honest. I admit that I like bad movies, and this is up there with Grease 2 and Batman and Robin for, like, the worst offenders of things I, that I like. I've, I've had a, a lot of people now mm-hmm. who originally started following because I was, quote, unquote, movie guy kind of funny. Yeah. And they have rescinded that follow <laughs> because they know I have terrible taste in movies. I do. Yeah. I love bad movies. That's the thing. I'm not saying that these are good. I, I could just not think that bring I like myself them. to watch Pearl Harbor. I still have not seen Pearl Harbor. Really? It has, I couldn't do I it. I will say it has a killer score. I think it's Hans Zimmer. Probably. And it's Hans Zimmer excellent. Did he did everything. 
Here's the thing. I attribute my love to this movie for the fact that I got really sick in junior high and I was home for like a week and my mom let me go to Blockbuster and I got to rent Pearl Harbor and then I just watched it over and over again for that entire week because that was the only movie that she would let me it was rent like from a Blockbuster. Torture thing, huh? No, this was by choice. No, I love this that. This is free will. I used to do it all the time. I'd be like, can we rent the 1989 Batman again? Oh, <laughs> uh, Mega Batman. Like, Nick, really? You're the only person that's rented okay, this in the last year. I can't wait to do Batman interview or the DC interview. Nick, what are your fourth? It says Omega Batman. Nick, what are your Fourth of July plans? And how excited were you as a kid when America finally gained its independence? You know, <laughs> I just—I'm only 38. It's not—I'm not that much older than Greg. Greg's 34 oh, for Christ's sake. He acts like an idiot, and he acts like a child. But I, he's not that much younger than me. I just want everyone to know that. I just that's find okay. it. What Very, are you doing for Fourth of July tomorrow? Uh, just, we're going to do the show. Tomorrow. I think you and I are back on. And this. then yeah, I'm going. I'm going to uh, Jurassic oh, Park. That's right, date night. We're going to grab some uh, lunch and go to Jurassic World. Have you seen Oceans Eight yet? Not yet. Dee okay. saw it though. I think that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I want to see it. Tim liked it. Dee was lukewarm on it. She was like, it was okay. Yeah. But it just wasn't as exciting as it should have been. Mm, okay. She just didn't feel like any of the action Ooh. really hit. Maybe I will do a double feature because the Purge is also out tomorrow. Not a Purge. Oh. I First purge, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I really do re- like that. Just the world that they built. Well, I got the one-two like punch. And don't forget, we got Ant Man and the Wasp on Thursday. That is true. Maybe I'll just rewatch. Why Ant-Man. don't you do Ocean's Eight tonight? Ooh. I don't have my card. Plus, I have the dog. The dog. All right. I have Portillo this week. Or five. You, you don't have a card. Why don't you have a card? Movie I house? left my movie pass card. You gotta in my stop apartment. doing that. I have Kevin just buy one. For okay. Like do the, he has the friends and family thing, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Does no, he get one friend friend pass? That doesn't happen yet. Okay. Well, then Can I made things up. Buy me a movie ticket. Uh, let's wrap this up. It's twelve oh five. Everyone, thank you so much for bearing with us. I know this was more of a just casual show, but you know what? Sometimes you got to just relax and hang out and talk about Frasier for forty five minutes. I, I know a lot say. of you stopped watching forty five minutes ago, but <laughs> I love you. What's up? My mom loves when you do your Frasier piano. Hey, baby, I hear the yeah. music, Colin. <laughs> very much appreciate Seattle, that. good night. <laughs> this is why you're my mom's favorite. Your mom's my favorite. Mrs. Takami, if you're watching out there, what's up? How you doing? Oh, All right, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Joey uh, and the crew and cast, and we'll probably talk more 80s and 90s television shows. Until then, I love you, Kevin. Please cut the feed.